Hello and welcome to Pretty and Blunt. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you guys about some weird dreams I've had, odd coincidences, paranormal experiences, and much more. So let's get into it. Alright, so the first dream I'm going to tell you guys about happened when I was around seven years old. And I still think about this dream to this day because it was a very prophetic, vivid dream that I had about my uncle Dempster. And he wasn't technically my uncle by definition, but it was my mom's best friend's husband, my aunt Ramona, uncle Dempster. I grew up around them my whole entire life. So I definitely considered them family. We were very close with them and to explain who he is and what his personality is, I would say that he was a very God-fearing man. If I could see his aura, it would be white. He would walk into the room, bring so much joy, love, and laughter with him. And we actually have a piano in our dining room. And he would always play the piano. He was always singing. I know he was really into theater and stuff. So I think that was one of his passions. He was just this ball of light and energy. And I don't know. I've never seen the man be angry at all ever in my life. I really don't remember if it was like second grade, third grade, fourth grade, something like that around that time period, but I was really, really young, and I still remember this dream to a T to this day, and I think if you remember dreams, vivid dreams, that they bring messages or some type of importance, because typically when you wake up from dreaming, you don't remember it within like five minutes, Um, but some dreams I vividly remember, and I write them down, and again, I'm going to tell you some of those today, but in this dream, me and him were driving down some random back road, going on a road trip. I don't even know the context of us driving, but there was all this green grass, green trees. I just remember seeing so much green and again, going down this long back road, open area, and we were listening to music. The vibes were good. We were happy. We pulled over to a gas station and I remember the gas station being like wooden and stuff. I don't, that's just details, but I go inside the gas station to use the restroom and then I come out and all of a sudden he is laying on the floor and I'm like, what's going on? Is everyone okay? Um, I'm assuming he's dead and all of a sudden a bunch of ambulances pop up out of nowhere and then within two seconds he flies up into the sky, kind of twists around and changes into a white gown and halo and he kind of was just floating in front of me and he goes, it's okay, Megan, everything's going to be okay. He then ascends into the sky, up to heaven, and I woke up. I did not think much of the dream at the time. I kind of just forgot about it for a while. About three months later, I find out he died. I don't remember the cause of death. I want to say heart attack, but that's not for sure. It really doesn't matter. Um, But he died. And I remember instantly remembering the dream and thinking, oh my gosh, I just had the craziest dream about him. And I remember keeping that to myself for some reason. Uh, We went to a little, I don't know what the term would be before your funeral. You kind of all get together and tell stories and talk about the person who is dead. And that's what we did. It was like his family um, and my family and my family was sitting in the back row and as I'm hearing everyone go up to the microphone telling their stories, crying, and I started to get the nudge to go up there and tell the dream but I don't know if it was because I was shy, had anxiety about it, um, and I, I wasn't really comfortable around all these people that I didn't know but I ended up not saying anything. I never told my Aunt Ramona 
And that is like one of my biggest regrets because I felt like it really could have brought peace to everybody. And that was the whole purpose of the dream is like, you need to go tell people there's an afterlife, that he's in the afterlife, and that everything's okay. But I just regret not saying that so much. And I haven't seen my Aunt Ramona in a really long time. I think she moved actually. um, And she did kind of spiral after his death. And it was just really, really sad. But I promise to myself, next time I see her, I am telling her the dream. The dream is so important that she hears it and it brings her peace. But yeah, I guess for today's lesson, it's important that you speak what's on your mind, get it off your chest because you're going to end up regretting it. And typically, the very vivid dreams that you have or the dreams that you remember hold some type of significance and importance or message, blah, 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 that, you know, you should really pay attention to. And if you have a really crazy dream and you don't want to forget it, I suggest writing it down in your notes app first thing in the morning when you experience it because, again, it could be an important message. But just that dream alone, I remembered for some reason and, again, it it kind of unfolded in front of me and now I am very scared to have any type of prophetic dream, especially with anyone dying. I That just scares the heck out of me um, for my family especially, so don't be scared though. Death is fine. Death is a rebirth, right? So it's hard to comprehend as a human, but you kind of, we're all going to die, right? We're all going to experience it. And honestly, I think the good die young, especially if you're, if you die around this era, I don't see that as a bad thing. I think things are getting really crazy out here on earth. So yeah, I just kind of have a new outlook on death as well. But anyways, that's so morbid. Let me tell you guys a little bit about this next dream that I had. Okay, so basically I dreamt about a place that I had never been to before, seeing a building I had never seen before, never heard of her, and I ended up going to that place like a few months later. And in this dream, I was standing at a Walmart and across the Walmart was a building called Atwood. Never heard of Atwood before. And a few months later, I go and house sit for a coworker. And on my last day, as I am leaving, I stop by this Walmart, not thinking anything of it. And as I am leaving the Walmart, I am crossing the street and I see the motherfucking Atwood. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, sorry for my cussing. I'm really trying to work on that. It's not cute. It's actually really annoying. But I see the Atwood across the Walmart and I was like, whoa, I literally dreamt of this place. Never heard of Atwood in my life before. I'm going to Google what an Atwood is. I'm thinking a hardware store. Hold on. Okay, so it says it's a farm and ranch supply store. So, never ever heard of it. (laughs) I am not a country girl like that. So, again, never heard of it. And I saw it in a dream and I experienced it in real life and it was really weird. Um, I did not find any significance in it. It was just a coincidence, I guess. I really don't know, but yep, that was pretty crazy. Um, I don't want to get too much into this because I really, again, I hate prophetic dreams, but I actually have had a World War III dream. I know, we don't want to hear that, but I have, um, and this was around the time I was peak fasting and the dreams were going crazy and I guess just to sum it up a little bit, I remember the tone being very dark and I remember a bunch of people getting shoved into a room and there was guards everywhere and they had guns in their hands and they were going by kind of shooting people and the guy next to me was asked, do you believe in God? And he said yes, then he got shot and then it was my turn and then I remember 
um, seeing a lot of famine and chaos on the streets and the tone was really, really dark and really weird. But I also, I don't know if that was a prophetic dream or if it was just like you had a war dream because your life's going chaotic. Like, it's hard to interpret dreams sometimes. Um, so yeah, don't take that with a grain of salt, please. Don't freak out or anything. I'm not some prophet or anything. Everyone can get crazy prophetic dreams, but I do know there is a huge ton of people getting World War Three dreams, and there's talks about it, and <sighs> I don't know. This is kind of off topic, but it's making me think of the Holocaust, and I don't know where I saw this, if it's a theory or if it's fact or whatever. I think it's fact. You never know. They're not going to confirm this, but the Nazis were not killed off. They were just converted and taken in by the Americans, and that's who our CIA is, the government, which is why I'm able to acknowledge deep-rooted systematic racism. I would not say your average American is racist, um, but I do think it's in our system. It's actually all over the world. America is not the most racist country in the world. I'd say there's even more racist countries out there. There's countries where black people will walk into their country and everyone thinks it's like Beyonce or Jay-Z. It's really fucked up. And I've heard like in some parts of Mexico it's really racist. Like they hate white people and like if you're white you're you're gonna get killed because of that. So yeah, I don't know why I'm talking about this. So let's move on. Alright, so now I'm going to tell you guys about how I allowed a demon, ghost, spirit into my home by playing with tarot cards. Yes, tarot cards are demonic. Yes, a lot of this new age spirituality is really from satanic practices and I'll have to do a whole episode on that. But at the time, I did not know any of this. I thought it was very fun and lighthearted to tap into people's energies, do a reading on someone. I didn't think of it as demonic. I always thought it was very lighthearted and fun, but whatever. I was very ignorant and I didn't do research and I actually did question myself a lot. I was like, is this of God? Is this something I should be doing? And I find if you're having to ask yourself that question, it probably isn't of God, but I am down to debate anybody on this. I will come through with a whole episode on why it's not good and why it's demonic, but I think the story alone should kind of speak for itself. So yeah, Anyways, this was like maybe two years after my awakening or whatever. I would heavily watch tarot readings like all the time. Again, I went through like an obsessive episode. Really embarrassing to say that out loud, but I really did. And I decided, oh, I'm going to go buy my own deck because I'm really into spirituality and this is a part of it. And it'd be so cool to try to understand the cards and do readings on people. So I went and bought my first deck at Barnes & Noble. And I had it for like a year and I would give myself readings, I would give my family readings, I would take it over to my friends and give them readings. And I couldn't really read the cards without looking at the booklet it came with. And I wasn't fully trying to learn how to read tarot cards, I was just kind of enjoying it as a hobby. And I did have like three or four different decks um, just hanging out on my shelf. And I think around maybe COVID time, I experienced this. And I was also going through a lot of spiritual warfare around that time as well. And a lot of anxiety because 
it was like peak pandemic and we didn't know what the fuck was going on in the world and I think my faith was really tested that year, so like 2020. And I also started seeing more conversations about new age spirituality and stuff like that being a satanic or demonic or whatever. At this time, I started to kind of stray away from the cards. I still had them, but my insides were like, throw them away. I don't know why you have them. It was just it was just like this feeling, I guess, eerie feeling. And again, the videos were probably really throwing me off as well. I just didn't feel right having them or playing with them or anything. And anyways, now here's the story. So one night I was falling asleep with the TV on and all of a sudden I hear, hey, like in my ear. And I was like, whoa, was that the TV? But it didn't frighten me. I didn't feel weird about it. I was just like, whoa, what the fuck? But I completely ignored it. I was like, whatever, it must have been the TV. I'm falling asleep. I don't know. And then I hear, hey, again, in my ear, a little bit louder. And I'm like, um, okay. And I kind of wake up a little bit and I go back on the TV to see if the TV said that and it didn't. And I was like, um, okay, I'm tripping. But I just, I'm really, really sleepy and I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. Like, I don't, this, I mean, I'm not shook to my core. It's just like really weird. And as, again, I'm falling asleep. I hear Megan in my ear. And at that point, I'm like, oh, shit. And then... I start praying and, you know, it goes away and I fall asleep and I don't think anything of it. And after that, I was experiencing weird activity in my room. I had my mirror against the wall, um, just like kind of leaning on it. And I had this string of lights that would lay over it. And I would notice that they would move. Like they would, I would hear shaking and them moving. But again, I just... Like, I ain't scared of no ghosts. Like, what the fuck are you going to do, right? Like, it just didn't bother me. I was just like, huh, that's weird. And my house is super shifty and stuff. So I just kind of wrote it off every time it happened. And my lights, again, would just subtly move and shake and, and whatever. And it fell down a couple of times. And it was very, like, unprovoked. Like, there's no reason it should... It was, like, on there pretty well. There was no reason it should have fallen off or anything. But, yeah, and... I would hear things in my shower falling down. My shower is right next to my room, so I would just hear random items falling down in my shower. And I, again, I just didn't think anything of it. It did not scare me. I was just like, huh, that's odd. Whatever. I just kept ignoring it. Um, but this pretty much solidified that I had some weird shit going on. Um, I walked into my house one day, go upstairs, go into my room, and I'm standing there, the lights are still off, and I have my TV remote in my hand. It's dead quiet, I'm waiting to turn the TV on, and I hear clear as day, Megan, in my ear, and that made me jump. I was like, what the hell? It freaked me out really badly, threw my tarot cards away, and I actually talked to my mom about this before, and she told me that she experienced some weird things as well. I'll have to have her on, but I saged everything, I prayed, and everything has stopped. I believe in the power of prayer in Jesus Christ's name, and ever since then, I've not had any odd activity in my room or heard anything, thank God, because it really freaked me out, and I'm very sensitive to hearing odd noises now. I'm kind of like, I have anxiety about it. I'm like, did I hear that? Is that real? It just freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> 
I have like anxiety issues. Yeah, that was pretty weird. I had always wanted to experience something paranormal before because I've always wanted to share my own paranormal activity story or have an experience to talk about, but I shut that down real quick. It's not cute or fun. It's really creepy and I still sleep with the TV on to this day because I just, I don't, silence freaks me out. I don't know, but anyways... I will say I did see like a shadowy figure one day by my mom's bedroom. It was like really, really, really tall and really, really black and dark. I saw it from like the corner of my eye and it was like shaped like a human. And so I did notice that my parents' curtains completely fell off of their curtain rod. Um, I don't know if their curtain rod got really old and just snapped or something, but it's just a really weird coincidence. And according to my mom, apparently while our house was getting built, somebody got struck by lightning here and died. However, I find it odd that she never told any of us until I started talking about like the paranormal shit I was experiencing. I'm like, why have I never heard of this before? And why did we move in if that happened? Like, what the fuck? That just sounds like a bad omen or something. Really quickly, I just want to talk about the power of prayer prayer because it is so real. It works. Jesus and the Holy Spirit are real and God is listening. Just really quick, I make sure to pray every single night at least before bed. I get in a quick prayer and I haven't had a nightmare ever since I pray every night. I got into a really good routine of doing that. Um, especially around COVID time. Again, I feel like my faith was being really tested in my beliefs, so I really got into praying again and it's just a game changer because usually after I pray I feel a huge sense of relief and like burden is taken off of me and I feel like he actually is listening and he's saying like I'm gonna take this away from you give me all of your worries and I feel it within my heart and my my energy is just so much lighter after I pray and I have found that he really truly does answer my prayers like for example like three weeks ago I had prayed about getting more income in my life. I really, that's like the goal for this year is to really start making more income. But anyways, two weeks later, I ended up winning $250 randomly. And then I ended up getting a promotion and raise at work. So I was like, wow, it didn't hit me until later that I literally prayed about it. So yeah, I just, just say in Jesus Christ's name, I pray amen at the end of your prayer if you need a little bit of guidance. His name is so powerful. And I think Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are so misunderstood in, in Christianity as well. And honestly, if Christianity offends you and if it irks you and it repels you, then don't even look at it like a religion. Just look at it as a relationship with Jesus and God because you're never going to find any other kind of peace until you go through him. So, And personally, I have seen so much evil and darkness in the past few years. And I just think if there's that much darkness out in the world, there has to be an equal amount of light. And before I wrap up today's sermon, that's <laughs> what it turned into, I want to read this Bible verse. It is Psalms 91, 7 through 16. Though a thousand fall at your side... Though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refugee, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. 
They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trusted in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. So yeah, I just wanted to share that because I thought it was super powerful and it's kind of relative in what we've been talking about today, full circle in a way. And yeah, this kind of turned into a sermon. So there's your dose of Jesus for the day. (laughs) And that, my friends, is where I'm going to end today's episode. I definitely have a few more stories I could share, but it's about to be Euphoria o'clock, so I gots to go and watch that episode. Hopefully, Mariah will be joining us next week. Um, She was supposed to be on this week's podcast episode, but we tried filming and All we got out of that was a bunch of laughing and stories that were not really going anywhere. So yeah, hopefully next week it works out and I will see you guys then. Love ya!